This podcast contains language and content that may not be appropriate for all listeners. Viewer discretion is advised. I was just born into this family. My behavior was learned. And we're back with another episode. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. We have some really tough topics to cover in today's segment, so sit back and listen up because you already know you're listening to Product of the System. For those of you who are new to joining us here on Product of the System, all interviewees' names, identifying factors, and locations of facilities have been changed for the privacy and confidentiality of their experiences. Alrighty, so let's begin today's segment. We're all aware that there are over 2 million individuals who adhere to the criminal justice system in the United States, right? We all know that by now, whether that means they're in prison, jail, probation, parole. Which brings us to today's topic. Because of these 2 million individuals, how many of them do we think are parents? Now, don't worry. I already checked, so y'all didn't have to. According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics from March 2021, recent, nearly 1.5 million persons aged 17 or younger had a parent who was in the state or federal prison system. Now, I think these numbers were from 2017, this data, but I'm not exactly sure. How about you all go on their website and find out? Just kidding. Stay tuned. Our guest that will be joining us today will be referred to as Jane. Jane, we are very fortunate to have you here with us. So many people don't realize that when an individual is incarcerated or stuck in the cycle of the criminal justice system, it isn't just them that's affected, but their close family members, people that care for them, and well, most importantly, children of the individuals who have been incarcerated face a lot of these negative effects. So thank you for joining us. Now let's hear a little bit about how your childhood and upbringing differs from other individuals and possible ways that we can break this cycle. I'm in my 20s and I was raised by someone that spent a lot of time in prison. One of my parents. Wow, that's definitely a lot to experience. And I mean, not everyone can just say the same about their parent. I just wanted to ease into this conversation because I know it can be hard emotionally to discuss family matters. Everyone's life is different, everyone was raised differently. And now I asked in a previous interview with an individual how they were brought up in their household, and they basically responded with two words, and that was, tough love. And we got into a deep conversation about what that meant for them, but decided to not include it in that segment because it got very emotional. And just out of respect for them and their privacy, we just decided to not include it. So I'm going to ask you the same thing. Um, If you're comfortable, when you hear the phrase tough love, what does that mean to you? It's exactly how it sounds it's tough it is not nice it is not 
very nurturing or affectionate or kind. It's very aggressive. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of families, pillars, I guess, in society, we could refer to them as or fundaments that parents raise their children by surround being supportive, understanding, you know, these loving, happy homes. Would you say that this describes how your parents raised you? Support and happiness. I'm sure that my parents wanted to give me that, but the delivery was all wrong. It was very, like I said, aggressive. There's a big lack of patience in individuals who go to prison because I think that their time there is so terrible that they actually lose something inside of them that even allows them to be patient to a child and uh, feel even normal joy. Like I feel like prison strips them of their joy and that person is now changed. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong with that. Studies have shown that individuals who have gone to prison or other forms of these institutions experience PTSD upon release and other trauma-based symptoms such as anxiety, depression, feelings of isolation. And a lot of these individuals who are released return back to their families and their children without any help in healing of the trauma that they faced. So with that being said, of course, there is a link to a disruptive paternal role for individuals who have children or go on to have children post-release. Yeah, honestly, but yet still has the ability to make children, you know, kind of without a heart. And children need patience and love and kindness and encouragement and somebody that has even gone to jail or spent time in prison does not have those characteristics anymore. Wow. Um, thank you for being so vulnerable and willing to share this with all our listeners. The reason we ask about these relationships with individuals and their parent or guardian who has experienced prison time or jail or you know anything involving the criminal justice system is because according to numerous studies, but specifically one that I had looked at the other day, it was conducted by the Central Connecticut State University, and they found that children of incarcerated parents are about three times as likely as other children to be involved in the criminal justice system once they grow up or even at an adolescent age. So in order for us to stop this cycle of incarceration and it being passed down through multiple generations, we need to figure out how exactly these children are being affected by being raised by individuals who face disparities within the criminal justice system. Now, Jane, as someone who was raised and grew up with an individual who had gone to prison, do you agree with this statistic that children of those who have been incarcerated are three times more likely than the average child to also engage with the criminal justice system as they're older 
or this can even be throughout adolescence. Do you agree with this statistic or not? And kind of just your thoughts around it. Well, I have experienced jail and I agree that the person that is coming from that place is unconsciously teaching their child things that come from that world. Like it's not just jail, it's their whole world is this type of way. And and they they get out and they have kids, but yet they're not given any classes on how to, you know, raise a child. They're, they, I don't really feel like, like they need to learn more things to be different. But a lot of people don't do that because it takes a lot of extra time and effort and probably money. Quick side note, Jane is completely right. I mean, it's not always these parents or individuals who have been incarcerated. It's not always their fault when they leave prisons and jails without proper therapy and ways of coping with what they went through. I mean, the Prison Policy Initiative did a study and found that the mass incarceration costs for state and federal governments is around $100 billion more each year. So in 2017, they found that the annual cost of mass incarceration in the U.S. was $81 billion, and that was in 2017. So I can't even imagine how much it's costing all these um, prisons and jails to stay functioning. But the thing is, with all that money being spent on incarceration, I guarantee, and you can look up what a lot of different jails and prisons allocate their funds towards, but trust me, a lot of it is not parenting classes. I mean, I don't want to talk bad about my parent because they did provide for me. I never went without shelter or food. But when it came to, you know, my personality and my friends and the places that I went and things that I associated with were definitely motivated by what my parents showed me first. For some of our listeners who were raised in families that maybe more emphasized education or religion or respecting authority, what Jane is saying that her parents exposed her to this type of lifestyle may come as a surprise to you, but many families and not just those involved in the criminal justice system adhere to what is known more as street smarts versus book smarts, or as Elijah Anderson described it, the code of the streets. So this kind of describes the way someone dresses, talks, how they behave, who they respect, um, what to do in case of situations. And you know, a lot of this is primary directed at young individuals. And this could be risky because sometimes these instilled thoughts, ideals, and learned behaviors can actually lead to a little bit of self-destruction. Exactly, exactly. My anger issue, a thousand percent, comes from my parent teaching me to be angry. We would always have this guard up when it came to strangers, which for what? Now in my profession, I have to make sure that my guard is 
not up that I seem approachable and welcoming and professional to do business. But yet as a child, I was never, I never heard those words, be approachable, be kind, be professional, be humble. No, I didn't hear that. I heard fight for yourself. You better stand up for yourself. You better not let nobody do anything to you. And I do think that had a big impact on the things that I liked and the friends that I had. And I'm I'm just grateful now that I'm old enough and aware enough to recognize that and choose differently. But it really does make me have to associate with different people, with educated individuals, with people with real jobs that work very hard and you know, are speak intelligently and respect things that are really important, not just, you know, how many bad things you've ever done. Learned behavior is number one. Like, you know, if a, the tone your parents speak to you with and the amount of affection, hugging and kissing and encouraging and supporting, like, that's learned. So if a child is treated with anger and yelling and even physical abuse, spanking without patience, you know, that that child learns those behaviors. And then we turn into adults that do those things. And I find myself with a great lack of patience. I find that my personality is extremely aggressive beyond assertive, aggressive. And as an adult now in my 20s, I'm grateful that I recognize that these behaviors are not how I want to be. I also recently recognized that a lot of my reactions are because of the way my parent reacted to me. I applaud you for being able now in your 20s to recognize a lot of the behaviors and traits that were passed down to you that you don't want to live your life by. With all this being said, how has this affected your relationship with your parent? If there even is a relationship there right now. Um, yeah, we don't have a close relationship. It's actually really hard to have a relationship with this person because of their lack of empathy, their lack of patience, their lack of affection. So at this point, I just respect that person for who they are. And I try my best to understand what they've been through. But, it, you know, I still suffer. I still miss out on having the relationship with that person because of the way prison made them. You know, I know that my parent loves me, but yet the way that they treat me or maybe just talk to me is in such a, an aggressive way that, you know, I know I didn't do anything wrong. So I just have to believe that that's how this person is. But as an adult, now I can understand, okay, he doesn't really choose to be that way. His brain has been conditioned to think this way because when they go there, they have to survive while they're there. So they take on new survival tactics and characteristics, but they don't realize, or maybe the brain takes on those characteristics. And then when they're released back into the real world, 
they don't know how to turn that off. And did your parent ever talk about their experience in prison or their time or any of the things they faced with you or your family members? No, never. They never talk about it. Maybe they don't even realize how they really are until they their kids grow up and then they have no relationship with them. I really feel like that would have made a difference for me. If my parent would have acknowledged what prison did to them, I really believe they can change. Everyone can change, but you have to do the work. And I don't feel like my parent was aware that their parenting style was so warped by the place that they came from. But it definitely, it definitely affected me all the way. way incarcerated individuals come out and treat their children and probably even their partners and their family is a direct result of what they just went through. Wow, Jane, thank you so much for being here today and being so willing to share your experiences with all of our listeners. We applaud where you are today and just for you being able to recognize the traits that were passed on to you that you want to put a halt to. Now, the reason I wanted to do this segment, I've been asking all of our listeners to send in questions and topics that you want us to cover here on Product of the System. And this is what I received. Hi, Megan. My name is... I've been struggling with something. Both of my parents have been in and out of prison for the majority of my life. I have also been to jail twice and am now a mother of two children. I don't want them to live through the same challenges that I had to myself. What ways can I better my relationship with my own parents who are continuously in and out of jail so that my own children don't develop these same characteristics that led me here? While we still have Jane here, we'll let her answer this question because we want to do our part here on Product of the System to break this generational cycle surrounding incarceration. So let's hear it. My advice would be, number one, be patient with them. Be patient with yourself and that person and the progress because although you want the relationship, they also have to meet you halfway. So you have to do your part in understanding where they've come from and what has happened to them, which has influenced their behavior. You have to forgive them when you might not want to or understand why, but you keeping these doors open, it, it really leaves room for hope. And as long as the other person wants the relationship with you as well, then you guys just work at it every day. Put in some type of effort. You know, you might not see instant results, but I'm still happy to, you know, be able to visit my parent. I'm still so grateful to be able to seek their advice. Even if you don't take their advice, just slow progress with this type of situation because we're talking about a person's character. Like, that's major. Like the number one saying, you can't change anyone. You can only change yourself. So start with yourself. Start becoming more patient. Exercise so that your mind and your body is connected and healthy and willing to accept 
whatever reaction they give you. Because today, I don't have the best relationship with my parent or with a lot of people in my life. But I just know that it starts with me, really. And if I'm willing to work at it and accept them how they are today, yet still love them, still communicate with them, not give up. That's why my best advice is to just be patient. Patient, be patient and be forgiving because if you don't forgive them, you know, you're never going to be able to move forward. And there you have it, folks. Another episode. We just want to thank you all for listening and we really appreciate all of y'all's support through this journey. Please don't forget to message us with any questions or topics you want us to cover and you'll hear it right here on Product of the System. (laughs) 